The following podcast is intended for audiences aged 21 and over. Dion, yes, you have no upper hand. Usually, uh, to peel back the curtain uh, over here at the Disillusione D program, usually on this platform, you can see me as we record. That is correct. But I I cannot see you now. And now we can't see each other. No. Well, you can never see me because I don't have a. Uh, camera on right, right, right. But on usually, usually you see me, and it's like you have the upper hand. You have the high ground, right? You know, and I can uh, see now, you doing all your filthy, disgusting habits, all, <laughs> counting the stains on my white T-shirt, trying to figure out what caused it. Is that is that urine? Is that Which I'm like I'm peering into your life. You know, I can see what you're doing. I can see every scratch, every wince, every. Every, you know, uh, hole in the sock. But you can't see anything over here. <laughs> what I can do. The, well, it, 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 which, which begs the question of why my sock is, is in this screen, usually. But uh, I don't know. I just I made that it up. It just is. No, I no. I, I don't, but uh, if you could see me now, if you could see me now, Dion, if you could see me now, I look a little bit like I'm in the witness prote- uh, protection program, which is in keeping with, for whatever reason, my camera not working because I have a baseball hat on and I have shades on. Um, not sure why I have the baseball hat on. It helps my headset fit nice. But I've been having a string of migraines for like four days now. Hmm. And I'm just walking around my house in sunglasses. So you, you know what? I can see that now. I clicked on a thing, and now I have uh, the picture of you. Oh, hi. And it looks like you're sitting on a pile of dirty laundry. It, it, you know, I'm not, <clears throat> but I always give that effect. It's, it's kind of like my aesthetic, if you want to. Like, it just looks like I have a pile of dirty laundry floating kind of under me at all times. But uh, no, just, just, just an office chair. And you could see the you could see the look you could see the I look like right. I look like I need a service animal. I see both mugs. I see your mug of coffee, and I see your your mug face. You know, I feel bad, but I don't feel bad every time I drink from this mug. This uh, what is it? It's a Rick and Morty mug yeah. that my son got for a gift for me. Oh, I'm like that's beholden. cool. I'm like be- yeah, but I'm like beholden to use it. And I like it, don't get me wrong, but we've talked about this before, and yeah. we're not going to dawdle too much into it, but I miss a cup and saucer. That's know. what I have right now. Here, see? Hold on just a second. I, I have mm-hmm. one all the time. There oh, it is. I, I missed that. The I cup missed and that saucer. Sound. That is the sound of the world getting done. The cup and saucer. That, that Of stuff happening. And, and when what I have here is like this almost comedically oversized mug with a cartoon character on it. Yeah, it's it's the four-finger mug. I hate the four-finger mug. Yeah. Can't stand the four-finger uh, mug. I'm, t- I'm telling I Can't feel bad, it. but I don't feel bad because my 10-year-old got me a present. 
you know, and uh, God, you got to love that, right? So I'm, for, for cups or mugs, I'm like one finger, two fingers at the most. Mm. I like the two finger hold, but you get starting getting three and four in there, then it's just it, it feels cheap. It doesn't feel two, good. Two, two finger is fine. One finger, not the biggest fan, but I would prefer one finger over four finger. Well, one finger in the loop, and then your second finger supporting right, like under uh, I'm, the loop. I'm doing it in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't see it, but yeah, yeah, like 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 that. And and I have a big hand. I'm a I'm an average size person with like ogre dimensions. Um, so like sometimes a two finger mug becomes a one finger mug, but then the, the balance is off because it's crafted. Finally, so to be a two-finger mug, and I can only fit one. Yeah. So it's, it's it's pretty deceiving that mug that you have there, because if you say what you have, if if you have these catcher's mitts for hand, I, I, yeah. and you can get four fingers in it's that mug. It's a comedically large mug. And, that and it mug makes, is gargantuan. It makes me. It's about the height of I would say a a, a, a can of beer or soda. And yeah, it, I mean, at it, this point, at this it, point, it's 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 a mug for prison ramen. I find myself like doing the skinny girl in oversized sweater, huddling over and around it, almost like a bum over a burning barrel of something, holding on to it with both your hands. Mm. I'm just cherishing the moment. Just wicking the heat away from the coffee yeah. into your digits, God. so your hands yeah. are warm, but now your coffee is cold. But it's a gift. My ten-year-old got me a gift, and I love it. I love my. Right. It, it, it being a mug, I don't generally refer to my. Don't drop it. It. I, it would be a shame if something were to happen to it. Don't though. do that. Yeah. Well, he'll just yeah. go out and get you another one. Right, and who knows? And then you might have to drop that one. Right. It, it's. I'm. It's, I'm going to leave a trail of broken hearts and mugs in my wake, and you. You don't need that karma. Oh, he'll remember that when he when he grows up. Oh, that's one for the therapist couch in thirty years. My, my, I kept buying mugs for my dad, and he kept and he kept breaking them. them. He, I kept on buying him Rick and Morty sure, mugs. He acted he acted upset, but it, it's so meaningful because him he and I him and I I and he I and him the two of us both of us us pair of fellows we uh we we binge periodically Rick and Morty. It's a good show. Don't know if you have had the pleasure, but um, an excellent show. So it's meaningful. It's not just like he went out there and got like, you know, I don't know, like a Charlie. As I've stated it many times, many times in the past, uh, I I don't watch a lot of TV. I I know, neither do I. You know, I've been to series here or there, but, you know, I'm I'm not turning on the TV just to... For the sake of TV, for the wa- for watching TV, yeah, to, to, don't have it, to do for, for the opiate effect of having no, like a gonna, TV no, humming in the back. I've always like that. Was, yeah, well, actually, when I was a kid, I wasn't. I just liked to have the TV on all the time. And for a while, when I had my own apartment, when I first broke out into the world on my own, I had the TV on constantly. But I never watched it. It was always just on, you know. And then it was off. And then I cut the cord. And then for the longest time, I have nothing. But then you have a kid. And the kid wants to watch, you know, TV, like what's on Disney Channel. Then I have, if suddenly I wake up and I have 43 streaming services, you know, and right. the TV is on maybe an hour a week. And notices but, from the bank saying overdrawn. No, 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 no. 
Oh, he doesn't. No, he so he doesn't have your car, so he can't. He can't like buy no, a streaming no, service. No, no, he's 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 only privy to my Google reward thingy. I'm not even sure how that happens, and I have like a little trickle of funds in there that he spends on Roblox. <laughs> anyway, uh, there's a, a couple of things I always like to pick your brain here. You're 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 one of the the, the what what is it? You're you're it's not etiquette. You're not a bastion of etiquette. You're, you're, what is the word, Dion, I'm looking for to describe um, what, what I go to for you? I have an affinity for remembering useless things. And, and grasping, dare I say, grokking aesthetics and where aesthetics uh, do border into and over, through, and on uh, etiquette. And um, I don't even know if you knew this about yourself, but this is how I view you. And um, so I had a question. What, etiquette? You. you mean you mean like I have spats in a monocle type etiquette? You know, I could I walk into a room and, see you. and just you start and start you, judging. You, you, could, you could see me. I can't see for all for all I know. You're the monopoly guy. Just taller. yes, exactly. The top hat, the monocle. I walk into a room. I look at people and I immediately start judging them based on on how they're holding their fork. Uh, you, uh, I can't be the only one. Or whether they have six buttons or five buttons on a formal are, dress and, shirt. And which ones are unbuttoned and how dare they. How oh. very well dare they. I would like to go home now. Oh, don't get me into the, the, the buttons. Jeeves, shirt things. the buttons are unbuttoned halfway down. I would like to go home now. Turn the car, Bring the car around, Jeeves. We're out of here. No, that's kind of how I picture it. I don't know. I just, I, I notice things, right? So, I mean, I, I, it's kind of a, a, I guess, a tick of mine. I notice people's habits. I notice what they do. So, like, for instance, when you go to New York mm. and you're walking down the street, you know, you're in the city, you're in Manhattan, you're walking down the street. The Big Apple. Yeah. You can make or, it there, you, you can make it anywhere. Right. So, you meet someone, right? You meet somebody new, you're, you're introduced by somebody uh, at, like, say, a gathering or whatever, they shake your hand, hi, how are you? Their eyes go right down to your shoes. They look to see what your shoes your are. Shoes. They look at your shoes. Because that is that's how they judge you, is you by see, your shoes. I do this too, and I play with other people's attempts at doing it because I assume I'm not the only one that does it. So I'll throw on Crocs and I'll giggle to myself. Somebody's going to see this. You know, I'm, it's I'm an inside naughty. joke. Yeah, it's an inside joke. It's something I do to make a smile crease my face, you know? But uh, so I love uh, Shawshank Redemption, the, the, the short story, the movie, excellent stuff. The fatal flaw in it is that there is a line in there that nobody pays attention to a man's shoes. And that no, is, that is that quite really the opposite. It ruined the entire thing for me to a, yeah. to enough of a way that it is in fact ruined. Although I do continue to appreciate it. So, when you go to a city like Miami, uh, Miami Beach, talk, Brickell, talk, talk whatever you know buttons. down there, talk about buttons not being buttoned. Yeah, right. So there you go. But they look at you. Hi, how you doing? Eyes go right down to the wrist to your watch. They look at your watch, they judge you by your watch. So you got East Coast, uh, they look at your shoes, you know, what type of shoes, whether they're, 
you know, Italian, whether they're, uh, you know, made by hand, whether they're made for you, they're bespoke, uh, or whether they're Skechers. I'm sure if you're wearing Skechers in Manhattan, you know, you better be running. But if you go into a social situation, they sure. immediately know well, you, something you, you about could you. Be, you could be a quirky film director. Yeah, you could be. But even the quirky film directors are going to stick to certain brands, you know. Uh, okay. I would think. You know, like the Adidas, what you know, the, the cool. tried and true, the cool old retro, the, the what was cool, was still I, hip I, I, now, still hip. But, but anyways, yeah, Miami goes right to the watch. They look at the watch. Well, I'm in trouble. I never wear a watch. I can't stand stuff on my wrist. And you're in England. They pretty much size you up top to bottom. They look at everything. They look at the cut of your suit. They look at the cut of your jacket. They look at what you're wearing. They look at your shoe. They look at everything. What about West Coast? I'm always yeah. interested in West Coast because I don't know. I, I'm here kind of now in the Pacific Northwest, but I still feel like a foreigner. So, yeah, so out here, I mean, maybe I think they look at what type of flat-brim hat you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> which, <I don't> <laughs> which Drew Estate rep are you, sir? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think it's, yeah, I, you know, yeah. Orange County. Orange County pressed uh, pressure. Yeah. Maybe what 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 kind of sleeve action you have going? Tattoos on. and flat brimmers. You know, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, it it's a bit of a downgrade, I must say. You know, and and I think they might look at shoes, but in a different way. They look at like yeah. who do you run. You, you know, do you, what what do you have? I was going to say a, a brand of running shoe, but I don't even know. Like, you know, like, what, what, what New type balance. of runners do you have? New Balance. New Balance. <laughs> that's me with my big feet. That's, yeah, the New Balance. That's, I think that's, that's still that's the, the quintessential running shoe. Running shoe. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't run, but... I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't run, and, I, you know, I was going to say, unless I'm being chased, but why would I be chased? That was years ago. You know, it, it's... I, 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 West Coast is weird, but the watch thing, I, I, I don't like stuff on my wrists. I have sensitive skin and almost everything will make me feel at least uncomfortable if not actually make me break out uh, put, putting stuff on my wrist. Yeah. You know, I, I do have a question though. In the world of watches, how are the smart, uh, the smart watches? Viewed? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm really not in a watch world. Uh, I, I know people I, that are. You know, Barry over at Cigar Aficionado, he's in the watch world. There's a lot of oh, people Barry. in Florida, obviously, that are in the watch world. Uh, but, no, I've, I, I mean, I kind of delved into it a little bit. I looked at it, but mostly they're just, you know, things that are uh, very expensive. And it's, yeah, you, it's, you need one good piece, right? I mean, for a man should have, like, a good piece. You should have a good ring. You should have a good watch. Pinky ring? Um, hey, well, you know, if that's your thing. I mean, if you want a pinky ring, I mean, I guess again, it's it's where you come from. It's what what side of the the Rockies you uh, you live on. <laughs> I, 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 I I come from um, off track betting in Brooklyn, so pinky ring. You, you, yeah, you know. well, there you go. Uh, I, speaking I of which, speaking mm. of pinky rings and off track betting, Ooh. my wife bet on Medina. For the oh, Kentucky no. Derby, one. What were no, the odds no. on that though? Wasn't oh, it was it was so it was, she bet a hundred bucks and she won thirteen thirteen hundred bucks. Wow! Uh, yeah. I, I didn't realize like I, I've fallen out of the horse the the horse racing a little. Yeah, bit. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, when yeah. I used to go to the clubs a lot, I used to play the ponies, you know, like dollar here, three dollars there, whatever. Right. Um, but it kind of fell out of it. So pretty much, she just bets the Kentucky Derby. She knows the trainers. She knows the owners. Well, Bobby, so, uh, Bob Baffert. Yeah. You, you got yeah. Right. And he's kind of in a bit of hot water right now. A little bit, actually. So is the horse. Are they, are they going to like remove that? I mean, oh, she doesn't have to worry about paying her money back, right? Well, he's saying that I don't know what happened. Um, well, what's he you know, going to say? Well, I, I mean, he might be so far removed from the day-to-day -day ins and outs of his uh, trainers and the doctors, you know, the vets, that, I mean, something could have happened, something couldn't have. I mean, I don't think he directly said, okay, you know, uh, the fix is in. If, right, if I don't get right. this horse to cross the line, we're all dead. We're in a hole in the desert. <laughs> So, <laughs> just load them up. Yeah, pump yeah, this is. horse up with everything knows, you got. You know, the, these horses. Who knows what they do? Like, the, 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 there's not somebody in the stable there all the time. The horse might have went out somewhere. Or maybe, you know, I mean, it could have been a club. You, you don't hey, know. Even worse, I mean, somebody on his staff. I mean, somebody could have went in and you know gave the horse a little something, knowing that it was going to get tested after the race. Maybe somebody sabotage. with. The sabotage, exactly. You know, somebody that, that maybe had a falling out with this uh, Baffert guy, maybe somebody that was wronged by this Baffert. And it could have been, you know, somebody on the staff. It could have, I don't know. I don't or, think he personally would have done any of that. Some type, which is what he's claiming. And I mean, this isn't a horse racing podcast. Right. I, I, yeah, cross-contamination, contact, whatever. But it should, if it's a banned substance, it shouldn't be there anyway. No, it shouldn't be anywhere you know? near, right? So, I mean, it could have been, somebody could have set him up, you know. And that's what I think. I don't think this guy really. I mean, I mean, look. If you want to win, you already know the rules that are in front of you. You're not going to get away. They're going to. You know, they're going to test that horse when the race is over. They test all the horses, right? They should, especially in in a triple crown series. They're going to test it. Why would you want to put yourself in that position? Number one, to sully your reputation. Number two, to uh, uh, to get kicked out. Number three. To get sued because now you got all the uh, the casinos and stuff like this that they've paid out. You know, people right like to my your wife. wife. She paid her out, and, and by the way, that's a that's a that's that's a happy day. Right yeah, there. that's that's a good lick. But um, you know why? Uh, I, I mean, now does insurance cover something like that, or you know, are are the, all the casinos the betting? You know, are, are William Hill is William Hill going to? Uh, 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 come up with a lawsuit against this Baffert again and say, hey, look, you know, you put in a horse that won that was uh, doped up, and now uh, we paid out a billion dollars, and now you owe us a billion dollars? Right. Here's, here's the bill. Uh, right. It, it, where do I invoice that? Uh, that bill? Exactly. I, I, I mean, it, it's a mess. Why would is, you put yourself in the position? You, it just it, you it doesn't make especially sense. Especially if you're Bob Baffert. I mean, exactly. Either, like, I mean... I, I, my my immediate, my immediate reaction is is he's 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 too big to fail. I hate to use that word, yeah. but he's not going to cause it. Nobody no. else is going to. cause I think he it. just got set up. And 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 it's a lot like it's 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 a lot like Lance Armstrong. They kept testing him. They couldn't prove anything, and it'll never stick. They'll never. Oh, yeah, well, that's different. That guy's a scum. Lance Armstrong. Yes, he is. That, you know, I'm, I'm I'm joking, of course. I know the outcome of the Lance Armstrong thing, but it, 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 pretty much a douche. Yeah, Lance Armstrong. I haven't thought about that for a while. I don't know. I mean, uh, look, I don't know I the guy personally. He he could be a nice guy, but I've heard stories both personally and professionally that maybe, you know, he's not the guy you want to come across. He's like one of those guys that maybe are like, you know that thing about never meet your heroes? 
because yeah, you know, I I did that once and and I just kind of I I was disappointed. My disappointment like, was immeasurable, and my day was ruined Review when I met bra. one of my heroes. Review yeah. bra. <laughs> Get yes. that man a cigar, please. Yeah. Oh, 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 review bra. Like he wouldn't wouldn't he be a boon to add to the list of uh, of cigar reviewers? Review bra. Yeah, he would. I, I mean, come on. I, I I would gladly give up my seat for him. But yeah, it, it's it, it's it's a I I, I kind of like that you know review bra. I kind of like that. Well, look, I'm not going to profess and say, "Oh, yeah, I saw, I knew him in his first episode when he was like 14 years old." I didn't, you know. No, my that wife would be actually, weird. Watches him. yeah. I, I, my I wife found watches him from him my kid from the Rick and, and I kind of got kid. into him. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like him. I like uh, his podcasts are are nice too. Nice old fashioned listening. Yeah, it is, and I think that's his whole shtick. That's his getup, and uh, I really now he's encouraging me to go out and get uh, shortwave radio because I'm looking well, for. Well, I've been right. encouraging that too. I know, I know, but I think this is. <laughs> I think it's reached critical mass at this point. But I've been looking. At, I don't know if anybody knows if there's apps out there. I'm looking for like because you know everything is on my phone. I listen to everything. I stream everything. So is there? A short wave radio app out there. I can, I can tell you, I actually had that same thought, and I looked and I found nothing. But if there's any short wave junkies out there, yeah, uh, I could so see me getting into that. My my uncle Leon, I told you, my great uncle Leon. I think I, t- I talked about him. He was a ham radio operator, and he had like right. a little his own little thing going on there. I don't want to say pirate radio station, but you know. So I think there's levels, right? There's levels you have, I mean, that just descend down into the depths. You have radio, right? You have TV. Then you have radio. Mm. Then from radio, you can split it up between FM. There's your bulk of your listeners, FM. Then you have your critical listeners, or AM, right? Then you go below that. Then you go below that. Now you have your CB operators, right? You go a level below that. Now you have... Your ham operators, right. and then if you just really, really want to get hardcore, you go a step below ham, and you get into the shortwave radio, which is you know the ultimate, I think, hipster way <laughs> of receiving information from, from from whom is is the question from anyone and everyone. Right? From anyone and everyone, but it's not exactly the most popular thing. So, so it's not, but it's the everyone, cool. but in reality, maybe a few people are. And and I understand. I got to get into it a little more. I have a cheap shortwave radio. I think I need to up my shortwave radio. Look, millions, tens of millions of people are still using shortwave. If you go into these, these countries, these backwoods where there's really no cell phone reception, where there's right. nothing like that, you got a shortwave radio and a battery. And you're in the Congo, right? The you world can pick is up a oyster. station. You the can world listen. Is your oyster. You're listening to ESPN shortwave, right? right. You know? You're listening to uh, your your local regional news. You're listening to news in Latvia, wherever. Right. It's literally the thing. And, and, and are you prepared not to be well versed with the happens with the happenings in Latvia? 
do, do, do you want to go about the rest of your life not understanding? The you know, I walk around. I walk around daily with this cloud over my head, with this anxious feeling, with anxiety, knowing that I don't know what's going on in Latvia. It's unsettling, to say the least. It, it, it's just this looming cloud. Yeah. But I need to know. I, 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 I need to up my shortwave, so, my shortwave radio game. I definitely do. And that's it, the it, other thing. It's, it's, an, it's one of those things that I gravitate. First of all, I gravitate toward what somebody once called, and I'm sure they didn't coin this phrase, but sunset stuff, sunset industries, you know, uh, like old world stuff. Stuff right. that you tell somebody that you're interested in, they're like, that's still a thing? I thought that was in books. Like, I, people still do that? Anything like that, I'm there, man. Well, yeah, and, and look, tell you what, I mean, I mean, if, if, if uh, it all goes sideways, satellites get taken out, uh, no cell phone reception, because, you know, we're all digital, we're all Wi-Fi, we're all connected to something that's... Planes really, that's not hardwired in. Planes are going to be falling out of the yeah. sky. The one way I'm, you can get, the one way you're going to be able to get information is shortwave. And I'm going to know with my shortwave receiver from which direction the zombies are approaching, and I'm going to be able to plan accordingly. Well, let's hope know. so. We could only hope. That's what we have, but we have to facilitate that hope. And I think, uh, I think a shortwave radio will go a long way. <clears throat> in doing that. Uh, so let me one, ask you, a better one. on Gilligan's Island, right, was that a shortwave radio or was that just a regular transistor radio? That was a coconut shell radio, if I remember. No, 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 the professor. You know, the professor, that little that little rectangular white radio. Oh, I always thought that was kind of like a CB sort of thing. Like a no, no, no. It was a little rectangular box with an antenna. Must have, must have been shortwave. No, I, it, it could have been. No, 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 no. I think no. it, it might have just been a regular, regular radio because every once in a while, didn't they pick up like some hippie music? Like, yeah, like, so this they, begs they, the they, question, they right? Up, like, they picked up like like top 40 type uh, vibes, if not exactly. music. So this begs the question. If they were stranded on a deserted island where nobody knew, yet they were still getting reception, they had to be close to a signal. So, I mean... Wherever they were, they were only just a stone's throw off the main island. Yeah, they might have been on the island. What if they just never fully explored that island? What if there was a Hilton on the other side of that island? Uh, you know, maybe. But it's, if they were able to receive a signal back then, they were pretty close to land. And I guarantee you, somebody could have and should have been out to that island many, many times. That island was mapped and known. I have, thought, I have thought several times that that was some type of a botched hit. It, 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 some, somebody not on that boat wanted somebody on that boat to be gone. And yeah, and they hair. just had a, a very, very good captain. Right, the old salt. Exactly. Uh, and, and, and there was some collateral damage. My guess is Ginger. Yes. A little Hollywood something, I think, something and they had I, to make her yes. gone. No, no. I think it was. I think it was like in that whole world, that 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 alternate reality. She was probably like 
the Marilyn Monroe, right? So in that reality, there was probably a JFK president. Yeah. And, you know, JFK, they probably had a little talk with the mob and said, you know, we need to get rid of her. So they yes. put her on the boat. And again, you got, you got collateral damage in the form of Gilligan Big Whoop, a professor, right. some egghead. Hey, you know, well, you know what? Some farmer chick, nobody's going to miss her. Right. You know? Oh, and then Thurston Howell III, you know, quite possibly the uh, one of the richest men in the world, uh, part of right. the Illuminati. But, but how, they want to get rid happy, of that guy, for sure. Exactly. How happy of an accident is it that you can make him go away, too? Right. Him right. and Lovey. They probably all had a reason for needing to go away. He was probably, That's the professor, he was probably like Jonas Salk, you know, in that alternate reality. They, he, he probably was just on the precipice of coming up with that polio vaccine. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, you can't do I, that. You, you know, I, 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 I'm thinking space travel. I'm thinking he was, about to, he was about to open up space to us, and we were not ready. Right. I, I could see that. It's traveling. It's all about traveling. And, uh, yeah, that, that's a very interesting way to look at Gilligan's Island. Not that you need one, because, come on, no. it's Gilligan's Island, for Christ's sake. You know, I used to look, run home and watch that in Fantasy Island while everybody else was watching G.I. Joe. and Exactly. So if a character like Wrongway Feldman could get out there, fly out to the island, find the island with no problem, even though but he was Wrongway Feldman. But it was an Feldman. accident. But it was an accident. He's Wrongway Feldman. Right, it's, but it's he still it's a found fluke, the island by yeah. accident. He's Fluke Feldman. Yeah. Much more well, anyways, name. Look, anyway. if he can stumble upon it, Somebody then how come a cruise ship... How did they get off of that? What I think was it was a raft, story? right? It was a raft, a big raft. It took him, what, like eight seasons to do a raft? Yeah. To make a raft? Oh, no, no, no. Remember, so, so the, the series ended, right? The series ended, and then like three years later... They said, well, look, we ended the series, and they never got off the island. They're just stuck on the island. We need a reunion. We need a Gilligan's Island reunion. And then Skipper was like, after 15 years, we're finally being rescued. So they actually, I think, got rescued, right? They got rescued. Hmm. But for the reunion, to wrap everything up, to make it nice, for whatever reason, Tina Louise did not want to do That's familiar. That I knew this. I knew so they had this. to put in... A stunt double, a Tina Louise stunt double. All right, fake shrimp. Yeah, right. Oh, I, I, I had forgotten, but that, that doesn't sound good at all. No, you gotta, it was kind if of, you're going to do something kind of like that, you need everybody on board, don't you, yeah. so to speak, on board, you know, pun intentionally. But uh, you, got, you, you need to have the cast. You can't have the yeah. fake-ass ginger. Some... No, but I mean, even, even though with ginger or without ginger, I mean, the whole storyline, the whole thing, it was just kind of like, I was like stoked. I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to get rescued. We're going to find out, you know, what's going on. Is, is uh, Thurston Howell III, is he a, a, a multi-gazillionaire now, or is he like destitute? We're going to find out about all these guys and their, backsto their backstories and, you know, going back to what they do. It was it was kind of like an a, a anticlimactic. I that think Thurston, Thurston Howell the third was it the third arms dealer. I, I don't know. I haven't pegged for an arms dealer. Lovey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some things need to be 
left alone. Yeah. You know, they, they could just be on the island and, you know, play it out on your own. Do do do, do a right. thought experiment on your own. How What they like, should have done. How would they have done Right. What they should have done yeah. was like every five years they make another episode where <laughs> Still they're, there. they're burying <laughs> one of their, their comrades. It's and then like five years later, they make another. Yeah, so exactly. So, you know, each episode, it's, it's, you're not watching it, but each episode is just based around the burying of their, of their comrades. So maybe the first one to die is like Skipper because he was overweight. You know, he, imagine, a, 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 I mean, a very, very passionate man, very overweight, always. Yeah, yeah, you know, probably yeah. got he's into stroke, the uh, food supply a bit yeah. more than he should have. Right, right. You know, right. so you go down the way. You know, it was probably him. Then, then you know, maybe Thurston, Howell, and Thurston then. I think Thurston lives a sneaky long time, but you have to follow his decline into dementia. So it's right. A so sad. who who would be the last person on that Gilligan's Island that buries Gilligan? The the second one, yeah. Gil, Gil, you think Gilligan? Gil, Gil, Gilligan, Gilligan, and he's left yeah. alone. He's he's left alone, and he's so freaking high that he doesn't care at all. Right, because by then, uh, the the professor has found a way to grow cannabis exactly. on the so, island. So the, so the last two are Marianne and Gilligan, and uh, they still don't have any kind of relationship. Beyond right. like a very breezy kind of like, hey, how you doing? Like they walk very out platonic, of every morning. Very platonic. Very brotherly, sisterly. How, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Right. You know, like that kind of thing. Do you need any help with that? No, I have it. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I think Marianne is the last one. I, I think the smart money would be on Marianne. I'm taking a little bit of a long shot with Gilligan. But I just see Gilligan just goofing along. Yeah, Gilligan would you be know, better for 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 the story for dramatic for not for dramatic. I don't know how he. For, I don't think he lives very long by himself because I don't think right. he's super capable of doing it. He kind of just lays on a beach and smokes dope until he just expires. Right. Well, no. Yeah. Or you know, it's like, oh man, I haven't eaten food in like three days, and all of a sudden, a lightning, uh, lightning strikes the island, and uh, maybe. Uh, maybe catches a wild boar on fire, and then you know he walks up, and then there's like this nice roasting wild boar. He's like, "Oh, I got, I got food for days." You know, it's just right on, right on the cusp of dying, and then he finds like this nice roasted pork dish, you know, right, lit right, by, right, right. lit it's by on a plate. It's yeah, well, on no, a plate. No, I mean, okay, maybe it's on a log. Maybe so, maybe so, it's on a rotisserie it's, log. It's, it's, it's somehow presented, right. you know, maybe not a plate per se. Yeah. Uh, but it's so so I'm yeah. saying the, I'm, I'm saying the first one that dies is Skipper. I think that's obvious. It's almost yeah. too obvious. I almost want to throw right. in like a little bit of a whoa. Plot yeah. I, I mean, there's no way that the professor I mean, the professor has limits to his to his talent. And I don't think he could synthesize um, insulin for that. No, fat bastard. no, no. He could, however, make some form of crude aspirin. To keep his blood a little thinner. Oh yeah, that's all. That all comes from plants. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So uh, you're prolonging the inevitable. Though. I think right. I think I think Skipper uh, shuffles off to Buffalo, cosmically right. speaking. Then maybe then maybe uh, then maybe Lovey because it was oh, it definitely Lovey. Did, did, did she always strike you as being older than Thurston Howell the Third? 
quite older, and not just older, but she was by far the most feeble. Yeah. Like, so she was very brittle. I think you know. I think I looked at it, and when they were shooting that, I think she was forty-one. No, <laughs> I don't know. Is, I think is she was she the greatest actress of our generation? Is that what you're telling me? I don't know. Because I bought into her being substantially. She older looked like seven. Like I, like I kind of thought he had married into old money with her, and she was yeah. kind of like a like a like a cougar, right? You know, you know, and he was just like a little bit of a playboy, and he really hit the hit the jackpot with this older woman, Lovey. Right. Know? I think Lovey and Thurston they don't last too long. Whoever goes first. And I think it's lovey. The other doesn't last too long afterward. They're one of those couples. You, you know, I, I, I think they, they precede each other in death pretty quickly. Uh, and, and then I don't know. It's kind of like, uh, what are you left with? Ginger? Marianne is there till the end. Um, prof- I, I think, you know what would just be a shit fest, Dion? The professor keeling over dead then doesn't everybody just die in rapid succession after that? So Mrs. Howell, when filming, Gilligan's Island was 65. So we're, we're, we're kind of correct. Uh, that she was, yeah. How old was, uh, were Jay, was it Jay Bacchus? Was it, uh, what, what, Bacchus. Bacchus was it? Yeah. He, was a, he was a very famous impersonator for Disney, wasn't he? I don't know. He was. I don't know. I think he did Foghorn Leghorn, and he, he did a whole oh, bunch of characters for. Uh, huh. Yeah. I could kind of see, and, and it, I mean, his whole character in there is a character. It, that that's not him. He's doing right. a character. Right now, I don't know if he was the Foghorn Leghorn, but you know, you look up, you know, uh, Jim. Well, people Bob aren't is, here for facts. People are here yeah. for thoughts. Exactly. You know, ideas. And and I really got to say, like, there's a long time when there's Ginger, Marianne, Gilligan, and possibly the professor on that island for a long time. After you get, after you, you know, after you bury the skipper and Thurston and Lovey, there's there's a big gap there, isn't there? Am I thinking? Or, or I, I think, okay, so so it's the old people go, and then the professor goes. And then you get uh, Ginger, Marianne, and Gilligan. Okay. So and dig this. This is going to come as a as a bit of a shock. I'm sitting down. Thurston Howell the Third was fifty when he was filming Gilligan's Island. That's what fifty looked like back then. Yeah. F- yeah. That's what fifty looked like back then. Seventy was the new fifty, apparently. You know, it was a hard life back then in those in those days, a few decades ago. Actually, I take it back. It says his real age was fifty three. Still, though, I mean, I mean he's fifty three. She's I don't know. Not, she was not, a fossil. So he did marry. He married yeah. into old money. He found I an old gal. I always got that feeling. I always right. got that feeling. Right. And he was. He found a rich old gal with a bad cough. Exactly, and then just followed her around because how hard is it to chase down somebody with emphysema? Right. You know, she falls. She falls. He catches her purse first. Exactly, and then asks it if it's okay. Yeah, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) 
Are you okay? What's going but, on? Uh, but, but how much does that change the complexion of any possible show when you just have Ginger, Marianne, and Gilligan on an island? It's like Three's Company with coconuts. Hey, that would have been a great spinoff. <laughs> if they had Gilligan, Ginger, and Mary, there you are. That's, 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 yeah, that's it. That's brilliant. That's, 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 that's 10 seasons right there. Yeah, I that's, could write that's, them this afternoon. When do you need it in by? Three's Company Stranded. <laughs> Three's Company Survivor Edition. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. We could still do it. I think they're all dead. Are they all Could dead? any of those people have survived without the professor? No. Oh. Well, Marianne, to a certain extent, I never totally bought in on how agriculturally inclined she was. I think it was a lot of shtick, to be honest, yeah. between you and me. You know. I think if, if she pretty much didn't have corn there, that's the only thing she probably knew how to grow was corn. Right, Everything right, else right. was like if a foreign object how to, to her. That, I think she kind of knew how to look good in gingham. Yeah. You know, I think that was the, the extent of her agricultural sciencing. Um, but it, I, I think that a, a person like Ginger figures out how to connive a longer than expected go of it. Somehow, she figures something out. Well, maybe she Ginger was the most native. If you know she's what I probably mean. the most deviant of all. She, she manipulated everybody. Everybody and they everybody loved it. and they loved it. She rubbed up against them. She's like, okay, oh, you know, I really want that ice cream cone. Just one little, you know, give them a, a kiss on the cheek. And they go, oh, here you go. Uh, just a mere whiff of a you-know-what, and they're like, and, and Gilligan is forking over his stash. I'm surprised. You know? I'm surprised one day everybody woke up for breakfast, and they're sitting there drinking their, their coconut milk out of their coconut thing and eating their coconut and whatever else it is that they forage for. Hey, where's Ginger? I don't know. Have you seen Ginger? No, I haven't seen Last I saw, she went out for a walk last night and didn't come back, you know? Then it's then it's unsolved mysteries, Gilligan's Island style, because somebody offed Ginger because they were tired of her manipulative ways. Can I can I tell you? I, I mean, I, I'm a, I don't know if I ever touch on this, but I'm a big Sherlock Holmes fan. I'm a Sherlockian, if you will. You know, please don't. But um, you know who did it? You know who done it? Dion, Who would have done it? Gentle persons living at home. Professor. The professor. So would it been somebody... His, his, that his was, advances were declined. Well, yes, right. So somebody that was smited by her. Somebody that was... Right. So, yes. sure. He's, he, he is definitely... But did, the professor is smart enough not to do it himself. So who do you think was his accomplice? Gilligan. Gilligan. He, but Gilligan had no clue. No clue he's slipping her po a poisonous coconut. Right. No clue. So, no but clue. There's, there comes the time to when he's got to, like, you know, tie a, ro tie a rock to her and sink her in the bay or let her go out with the tide or bury her somewhere on the island. I mean, so who is going to do the heavy lifting? Who's going to help prof the professor? It's going to be Gilligan. Because like the, the professor is holding something over Gilligan's head. Is he's got, he he's got dirt on Gilligan. Or is he just manipulating him to the extreme, perhaps with uh, some form of tropical island nanobot? 
yeah. like some kind of programming. Like 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 maybe he had maybe he had a like a like a tooth filling. Yeah, that, that he implanted something. Sirhan, Sirhan. You know, maybe he was remotely controlled. Yeah, I, I believe that to be a, 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 that. That's where my investigation would begin and possibly even end. And that but all comes from the radio. If, if you're yes, if you're professor, if you're a man like the professor, and you want this woman like Ginger and she rebukes you, you are not going to stay on this island and watch her hook up with Gilligan, that, that moron, that lesser human than you. So look. What right about Right under this? your nose, a hut across That's not going to happen. No, no, no. That's not, it's it's, it's going to be survival of the fittest, right? It's like the two, it, it's like the two uh, uh, species uh, and going on, you know, through the years, and, and and you know, the strongest, the strongest, the willed survivors uh, of that species. So you're looking at these at, at, at these cast and crew of the cast, not the crew. Mm-hmm. So what maybe the scene is like? Well, look, you got Professor over here, and you got Ginger over here. It's like, look, these guys are idiots. Well, this is what we're gonna do. It's like we're going to off them one by one so you and I can have the entire island to ourselves. We can live without the, 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 the white noise and the static that is going on with the bumbling uh, Gilligan over here. With Leon, the, are you saying this is an Adam and Eve story? I think it could be. I think it could be. And when they finally hmm. get rescued, somehow they have obtained the will and testament from Lovey and from Thurston, willing everything to the Professor and Ginger. So when they finally get rescued, now they're the only two on the island. They don't have to put up with all the other riffraff, all the other you know bumbling idiocy that's going on with all the other uh, characters. They get rescued. They go back. They're billionaires. Hmm. Many times over. Happily ever after. And they buy that island and they build on it and it is their Eden. Yeah. It is their Eden. They have some kids, right? They 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 do. It. No, I, I think I think at this point they're too well, old. It wouldn't be an Adam and Eve. Well, you don't want to mess up that figure, you know. Right. I I I, uh, I like that, but I really need to see uh, uh, Three's Company on an island. Oh, that that would have been great. That would have been great. Amazing. That you could even have a Regal Beagle Tiki bar. Yeah, you could. Right? But, okay, so really the anchor of that whole show, right, the Three's Company, it was Mr. Farley for me. He was like the comedic relief. I mean, yes, um, what's his face? What was the dude's name? Don Knotts? No, 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 no. The, the guy that was, that was part of the Three's Company. Oh, uh, uh, Jack. Jack Tripper? Uh, Jack what, Tripper, right. What, what, what's the, the actor's name? Yeah. Anyway, so Jack Tripper, right? So even though he was dead. Yeah. Yeah, dead. But I mean, really, you got you got Mr. Farley. He was he he was my favorite character, right? I mean, it's never it's never the bad either. Mrs. Farley was kind of cool too. Like yeah, they they were all good backup. They had a good backup. I like. But I really like Jack Tripper's best friend too. Yeah, Larry. The womanizer. Larry. 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 He looked like he should have been in Laverne and Shirley 
playing Carmine. No, 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 no. He didn't. He didn't I have. I get them mixed up. Like a little they more suave. Right. They cross streams somehow. Like maybe he was like he was Carmine's more successful brother. No, I think no. Carmine is Carmine. Carmine's such uh, good peeps, though. No, he is. No, he's he's like salt of the earth. He's a neighborhood kid. He's a knock around guy. You know this this one here, Larry from the West Coast. He'd get eaten up. I mean, this guy I think flinched at spiders. Carmine would just walk up and go, "What are you doing here? Get out of here! I don't want to see you again." And the spider would leave. What What did I tell you, spider? You know, Larry. Larry would be like a cat. He would just he 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 would scream, and then he would be his claws would be attached to the ceiling, and he'd be looking down at the spider. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like that he'd guy. Jump to the ceiling. I don't like that guy. And he didn't treat women well at all, Dion. You know. I wonder if that's what inspired Quagmire, one of the characters that you know that was the inspiration for Quagmire. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet I I I could. It's got to be. You know, Bernardo doesn't watch a lot of television. You're awfully referencing television a lot. You're referencing television like, again. Like I said, I, I will binge certain things and then. But yeah, look, I'm not going to go home tonight and watch TV. I just don't do it. Mm. And I, we're talking about series that were years and years ago when I was in my teens, right? You know, early twenties. It was so, another world. It yeah. was another world. This is and, yeah. And, this is and alternate and universe. I, and I brought up Laverne and Shirley real quick. And every mm -hmm. time I bring that up, I have to ask people for help. Why was Laverne and Shirley supposedly in freaking Wisconsin? They were in the Bronx. Right. What? Yeah, because Laverne DeFazio, you know, and, she was. Well, maybe, in the Bronx. maybe who moved? Did did Laverne DeVazio move out to the Midwest, or was it Shirley Feeney that moved to the know. Bronx? But, but but these are not. This is, that doesn't happen in 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 Wisconsin. You know what else doesn't make sense? The women in Golden Girls, they're Jews. They're not Italians. They're Jews. Why they, are you I, writing them as Italians? So I've never seen the show. Were they, were they written oh, as Italians? They were, so, they were written as Italians, but they were so Jewish, Dion. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So I, Jewish. They I even never, used the smatterings show. of Yiddish. No, I never saw the show. They Good said schmaltz. Hmm. What Italian says schmaltz? Right. Well, there is that. Come on. Come what's, on. I'm trying to think. What's the what's the the comparable in Italian culture to schmaltz? Schmaltz is the uh, is the, the the chicken fat and butter spread, right? Exactly. It's a, but but it's used like uh, overly sweet. Like if I were to tell you, oh, Dion, I really appreciate you. I just wanted you to know that you're one of my closest friends, and I really want the best for you. And I hope you. It's schmaltz. Stop right. You, you're, you're, so, what would it be? Would it be olive oil? I don't know. In, in you know, the Italian version. <laughs> I mean, between I, the two, sign me up for olive oil. I right. love a good olive. Oil. I, I like. I like both. Well, Schmaltz has its place, but it's a very particular place. Olive oil travels. Olive oil you could take with you to different places. Schmaltz, you got to leave it back there. You, you know, back there in Brighton Beach. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, it, it, it's weird. This is nothing what I wanted to talk about. I started, this, I started this show off by saying I wanted to pick your aesthetic brain, and, and it never got to it. Yeah, we'll have to save that for a different show. But you better introduce it so we can... Oh, oh yeah, we've got to introduce this thing so we can get the hell off. How long have we been talking? 
here. It uh, doesn't feel like the longest show, but maybe uh, people like that. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. A lot about, of I don't know. About five, that. ten more minutes? Five minutes? I, I gotta say, where would I pitch? Do you know anybody at Netflix, Dion? Where would I pitch Three's Company on a deserted island? Who's listening? Uh, I don't know. Powered by Illusione Cigars at IllusioneCigars.com. This is the unofficial and unauthorized Disillusione D program podcast. And uh, thank you, gentle persons, for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the Capitalist Radio portfolio of podcasts wherever you're currently listening. Also at K-A-P-L-O-W-I-T-Z dot X-Y-Z. As always, I am Capitalist Media. And, of course, with me is my good friend and co-host. Sorry about the good friend. Too schmaltzy. Co-host, Dion Giolito, owner of Illusione Cigars Deep in Flavor. Find out more. IllusioneCigars.com Warning! Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. You're going to knock me over with a feather. So, I, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to um, maybe write a half a season j- just to have something to show somebody whoever over at Netflix, I'm thinking, maybe Hulu. This uh, this is brilliant. This is like fan fiction, really. But people love that. Like, I need to start writing this, Dion. So I don't think you're going to get any of the major networks to, to pick it up. Who I would pitch is Adult Swim. Oh, we're going I would pitch cartoon. Adult Swim in cartoon form. That way they can get I really, really creepy cartoon. with the whole thing. You could really... Once you move from live action to cartoons, the sky's the limit. Sky's the limit, exactly. How do uh, you know? So, me and my special lady friend were talking about this last night while my kid and I were watching some Family Guy. In a in a world, remember movie voice guy? I hate that phrase. In a world, but in a world, in a world where voice actors for the Simpsons are apologizing for being a poo. How does this, is it like a separate dimensional plane that allows family guy to exist as well? Like how do they, uh, uh, it's, how does one get away with, with with being so irreverent and so politically incorrect? The things they say even make me go, Oh, like I clutch my pearls twice an episode. Right. How do you do that? How do they get away with it, right? How do you do that? I don't know. I'm, I'm astounded by that every time, Dion. Every time. So That's maybe it's because whoever's watching it associates it with a particular generation that create, you know, the, the, by which that series was uh, came from or created from, you know, that Matt Greening. So he was probably from a generation which these newer generations don't like that generation, so they look for something. Uh, to maybe uh, crucify him about, whereas, you know, this uh, this new family guy thing, it's like, oh, it's hip, it's cool, it's funny, I mean, they make fun of everybody. But, uh, but by the same token, you look at uh, South Park, which has been around longer, and I think they yeah. get away with a lot more. They're well, way maybe more the same. subversive. It's, it's the same, but different. Right. But you they've know, never what, been called. They've never been called to the mat. Feathers, I think you know? they, they've ruffled feathers, but they've never been called to the mat and canceled. Uh, no, neither has no. Family Guy. And, so and, I mean, I, I don't know. And what's the criteria? 
I don't know what, what's the rules. Yeah, because what's they've the, all broken the rules. What's the goddamn rules? Many times over. Where are they written? Right. Who Where are those? these? Who do I have to appeal to? Right. What's going on? Right. You know, like I, I don't get it, but we're watching it, and it's like, <gasps> like I, yeah. I'm, I'm cracking up. I'm not taking offense, but come on. Yeah. Who's like, the, uh, who, who are the overlords that sit at the table? And <laughs> did, you, team... did you hear that John Cleese? The Monty Python guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, did you hear his statement he came out with? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I love that. That 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 that, that made me smile. Uh, for those who don't know, he uh, he came out apologizing for making fun of generation. It was the generations of English people are for making right. fun of English people. If yeah. he's hurt anybody along the way, yeah, I, uh, I I'm just I'm intrigued by that, and yeah, I think a lot right. of it has to do with the relentlessness of it. Yeah, you could tell you're not getting an apology from Seth MacFarlane. No, and you're not going to get a, a, an apology from Trey and uh, uh, from Trey and Matt. No, they're just going to make you feel bad. Seth's right. going yeah, to no, yeah. Ears. What they'll do, what they found, I think, was that the people that have uh, called them called them out on it uh, on their on their goofy ways or their you know politically incorrect stuff. They just turn around and make an episode about that person that's calling them out, and then it shuts <laughs> them up and they go away, <laughs> and they get content. Right, and they right. get content. Don't don't feed them. You you don't feed yeah. the beast. Right, right. They're like, oh, 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 you're 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 calling us out. You're 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 trying to put us in a corner. Guess what the next episode is about, pal? You. Mm. How about that? How about that? Yeah. They take. No I wonder prisoners. if I could get Trey. Uh, was it Trey Parker and who? Matt Stone. Matt Stone. Uh, uh, number two on my list of people I want involved with my project. But um, I got to tell you, I really want the King of the Hill guy. Can't remember his name. Mike Judge. I like the coat of that guy's jib. I uh, loved Beavis and Butthead again. We talked about Beavis it before. Could not, could not get into the other thing. Uh, I, I was somewhat the opposite. I was somewhat the opposite, but still want his hand involved in this. And I'm thinking Hulu. Because they do a lot of TV type stuff. Like I always in my brain, Netflix is movies, Hulu is TV. You know, and I don't think I have a feature presentation in me with this project. I think it's I think it's periodical. I think it's episode ep, epis, episodic episodic episodic. Are we done here? We're done. All right. Have a good week, Dion. Amazing. <laughs> I, I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one.